Hello and welcome to Charmed and Alarmed. This podcast is dedicated to all things witchy and metaphysical, so whether you're a baby witch, an expert, or just want to learn some spooky stuff, you're in the right place. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. Today, we're going to be discussing oracle cards. Um, We first want to thank all of our new listeners. We really appreciate all of you rating and reviewing and sending in your spooky ghost stories. They're giving us chills, all the goosebumps. Love it. Um, Keep sending them our way. And I think pretty soon we're going to have enough for a bonus episode. Um, So we're really excited about that. And we wanted to say thank you. Thank you. So (laughs) today... So today, we're going to discuss oracle cards. So I'll kind of start off with my um, m- my experience with oracle cards was um, I thought everything was all the same. I thought a tarot deck was the same as an oracle card, and I sent Lauren and Brittany in our little group chat like a deck I was thinking about getting a long time ago. And I was like, I think I want this tarot deck. And Brittany was like, that's an Oracle deck. And I was like, what's the difference? Um, <laughs> so, you know, if you don't know the difference, that's okay. Neither did I. But all of these systems are called cardomancy. Um, so that's the term that they use for when you try to divine information from cards. Um, you can use playing cards. You can use um, you know, a standardized deck, like a tarot deck. Um, you can use a deck of playing cards, anything that you are using. If you are reading something into it, then that is cartomancy. Um, so the definition of Oracle, um, is a person or an agency considered to provide wise and insightful counsel or prophetic, predictions, most notably including precognition of the future inspired by deities. So the word oracle comes from the Latin word to speak, um, and it refers to priests or priestesses uttering their predictions. Um, so there are different cardomancy systems. Um, probably the most popular of all of them is tarot, um, and, you know, Everybody is pretty familiar with it. It's it's used in a lot of media, the images of the cards and things like that. Um, we're going to do a whole deep dive into tarot. Don't worry. Um, other different systems are like Lenormand would count as an oracle deck, but it's more of a, I have a Lenormand deck here. Um, it's upside down. Not that anyone can see. <laughs> is that gilded? <laughs> It is. It's the Gilded <gasps> Reverie Lenormand oh by oh. Chiro Marsetti. That's on my um, wish list for whenever I get yeah. to Lenormand. <laughs> uh, I am. It's so pretty. I am such a whore for gilded anything. Yeah, like I especially cars, especially when the sides are gilded too. It's just like <gasps> yeah. Oh, I love it's, it. Oh it's my god, real, it's beautiful. Oh, it's shiny. It's it's everything. You're gonna um, have to. There's a boob on the lady, so, oh, you know. Love there There's also a boob on the man, but, you know. Listen, we the are. The boob is prettier, I think, so. We are boob positive on this We're boob podcast. positive. I was going to say. Boobs. Go ahead. Oh, I was. Uh, we need to post a picture of that in our Instagram so people yes. can understand what we're goo-goo-gahing yeah, over. <laughs> over. We'll have to figure out how to 
tag Chiro Marsetti in there. Mm-hmm. Um, what were you saying? I Lauren? like the aesthetic of Gilded, but like I have a problem. My hands are tinier than both of y'all's, yes, and I have a problem with like shuffling Gilded things because I can't quite. They're they're slippery. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, and I think they're a little bit like because they stick of the coating. I yeah, I think the coating also makes them like the card thicker, so they're not quite as bendy. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I like I like all those things. <laughs> yeah. I'm like even better. <laughs> um, there are systems where you can use it, and Lenormand's based off of a standard playing card set. Um, so if you look on a Lenormand deck, it'll have like, um, you know, like Suits. eight of spades written on the bottom. Um. So that one's also one that's based on like a standard playing card that we know of. Um, But there's other people that read just straight playing cards. Um, I know Danny Mystic on YouTube. She does that a lot because that's how her family did it when she was growing up. Um, But Oracle cards like we are talking about today are specifically um, the more free form decks where creators and writers come up with their own system, their own artwork, their own keywords and definitions. Um, so there's just a myriad of Oracle decks. I think probably the most popular Oracle deck that's being like, I guess like the Oracle deck series that's being released right now is the seasons of the witch Oracle which oh, Lauren yeah. got yeah. Brittany and me um, the season of the witch Samhain Oracle and oh 1010 would recommend it has a red gilding on the side. So, you yeah. know, hashtag melt. Um, <laughs> it's very beautiful, very insightful. I, I used it on my, my Samhain reading. I remembered to do a Samhain reading y'all. <gasps> Yay. Um, Yay. I know. Can you believe it? Um, Did you take a picture of it? I, I, think I took a picture of part of it. I can't remember if I took a picture of the whole thing. See, I want to know what... I mean, obviously, you don't have to tell us or on yeah. the podcast, but I want to yeah. know what it said. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll figure out what it said when so, after this. Yeah. <laughs> so since my birthday is, like, literally the day after, and usually, like, birthday readings are very similar to, like, a year ahead type spread, which is kind of yeah. how I feel Samhain is since it's, like, the start of the witchy calendar. Right. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of mesh them together. <laughs> right. That's fair. Are you, how are you going to do I that I have to over take off head? my. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren and I are like. Oh, I'm oh. stripping on the podcast wow, down was... to my, my um, lighter long sleeve shirt. I was like, I was like, how is she going to do that with the headphones still on? Whoop, she did it. That They're was hashtag talent. Bluetooth. So, oh, you know, talented. you know how it is. Um, She's I, I get hot me. real easy. Yeah. So th- that's that's the kind of deck we're talking about is that season of the witch. There's a the Beltane deck, there's a mm-hmm. Maybon deck that just came out, right? There's a Yule deck. It's going to a be Yule coming deck. out, right? Oh, it's mm-hmm. going to come out. There's a Yule um, deck. Yeah, I want that Beltane deck. I think is really pretty. Brittany, oh that's God. the one you have, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lauren gave me that one and um I'm also gifted. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's the um one of the main themes in there are bees. Like you see like little bee illustrations all over it. Um, I think that's why I like it so much. I'm mm-hmm. into bees right now, just like everybody uh, else. So. I love bees. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was going to say the 
uh, Samhain Witch Oracle deck, Seasons of the Witch, whatever words put together, what we were literally just talking about. Um, I liked that one a lot. Like, yeah. it was one of those ones where, like, I picked it up and I immediately could start reading with it. And I need very little, um, I don't need to use a book very much. Does it have, um, like, questions on the card? Does it pose a question it has, on the card? or make It, it has little bit? poems. Yeah, oh, little okay. poems on it. Um, yeah. And they're very... Uh, it's really interesting because when I read them, um, what will happen with me is that the same card won't mean the same thing in every mm, reading, mm-hmm. every person. Right. And sometimes it'll like highlight words for me, like those will pop out more. Um, but yeah, I I love that deck and I, I can see why people like Seasons of the Witch Oracle because it's very, very, very well done. Yeah. So and I it am- gives your brain. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I love how there is, like, a series mm-hmm. in the yeah. Oracle decks. Like, I'm all about, like, collecting series of things. <laughs> and, like, if I have right. a favorite book or uh, author and they come out with another book, I'm genuinely going to, like, go out and get it. And mm. I kind of feel that way when it comes to cards, too. Mm-hmm. Right? To yeah. go on Oracle. So, but I do love the concept of the Season of the Witch. But I feel like her Samhain one is way darker than the Maybon one that I got you. And mm-hmm. I love the Maybon one. Mm-hmm. You mean and the I Beltane? Don't... Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, the Beltane. Well, because Beltane is about like, you know. Spring. so Belt. Yes. Yeah, because Beltane is like the opposite of Samhain, sort of. In, like it's pretty... In the circle of the year, the yeah. wheel of the year. Because um, I, it's, uh... yeah, in my brain, they're opposites i don't know if they actually are on the wheel or not but Mm -hmm. beltane is all about like life birth um external um light uh thing um things that we stereotypically consider positive Mm -hmm. um so So new beginnings and then Samhain is opposite it's about like darkness and the ending of things and death and going internal and yeah. So I think it's the fact that it is darker because I mm-hmm. am like, I love color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love colorful things other than when it comes to like wanting something neutral to like. <laughs> you like off. your pop of color. I do. I have so many colorful things. So I need neutral to kind of like ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ground my pretty powerful color. So, um, I think that's the only reason why I can't get behind that one is because it's darker. And all the decks I have, they're colorful. Mm -hmm. I don't really have anything that's darker. Well, and it's okay if you're, like, called to a specific deck and then other decks, you're like, I can appreciate it, but it's not Mm -hmm. for me. Like, Mm -hmm. you can appreciate other people's, like, medium, like, as far as, like, like, if they're artistic you right. can appreciate like the tools and stuff they use while knowing that, that it's not really right. It can still not be your aesthetic. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I did look up uh Samhain and Beltane are opposites on the wheel. Yes. So we are <laughs> we're we are smart. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're incredibly smart. <laughs> so smart. Um I do I do understand the like um not connecting with the artwork, but my need for a complete set 
kind of overrides that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and now you have one. So now it's like you have and to And now have I have to the get letters. them all. Yeah. Right. And I have two. So now I'm like, yeah. I need the Yule one because Yule's coming up. Um, yeah. It's nice because they're mass market. So you're not like, there's no like, oh yes, my God, I have FOMO. to get this before the Kickstarter comes out or I have to get this oh, before yeah. they sell out because they're only doing one print run or something, you know? Right. Those always make me kind of... I I live for certain thrills. Deadlines are not one of them. Yeah. <laughs> it is not a thrill I enjoy. I don't like that feeling of... Uh, they call it FOMO, fear of missing yeah. out. I don't like yes. it. And usually if I feel that pressure, I'm the type of person that will just sit there and live in that pressure for like a few minutes or mm-hmm. however long I need to process it. And then I'm like, no, right. I can't make decisions with this. So, right. Yeah. What will happen? Yeah. To I, me? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I just, um, cause I think it has to do with like growing up poor is just like, if somebody's <laughs> pressuring me into buying something, I'm just not going to do it. Cause I feel like it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, there, I felt that way about the green glyphs box set that they're coming out with. They just ended the Kickstarter on it. Um, and it's the green, mm, I'll look up who it is. Hold on. I was going to say, what's green glyphs? I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you share this with us? Yeah, I shared it of like a video about it that Lisa Papez did where she was really excited about it. How long ago was that? Uh, maybe like two or three weeks. It's okay. by James R. Eads, and he he already did a Green Glyphs Lenormand deck, which I like that a lot because um, so he color codes the Lenormand deck. So red or orangey hues are more like um, like struggle cards, and then like um. I think green or blue is neutral and then yellow is like more like good stuff is going to happen cards, which I think would be really good because I'm still like learning the Lenormand system. I don't Mm -hmm. use it very often. Um, And they also have Lenormand traditionally has a man and a woman card um, and the green glyphs tarot, he replaces that with, person cards so person one and person two cards Mm. which i really like like i said i try to degender um the thing so that i can have a more broad understanding blah 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 blah. right but so he had this green glyphs lenormand and now he made a matching tarot oracle and rune deck with rune dice um that are like copper looking and then <gasps> it's all in this like beautiful box set and then the book is like I think it's the book for all of them all in one bound book and it's like just a gorgeous set in this nice little box and it's just like really hitting all those buttons it's not <laughs> I I'll it's not a hundred percent like my normal art style but I do think it's good to have like a variety of art styles in your collection just to kind of like you know give you something to expand on and I think it's good for um like I know like there are certain times where um you know I want to use like a happy-go-lucky deck but I think further down the line I might be more into a less 
cheerful, happy, go lucky deck. But, um, so I think it's good to have those for like your different moods and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, I also, so the only time that artwork becomes an issue with me is if it's so not my aesthetic that it's distracting. Yeah. In Mm. a sort of deck where I'll be like, like there's this one artist and they're really popular and I can't, I think it's like Stephanie something, but they draw um, like people, it's almost like chibi, like big heads but they're always, it's almost like gothic y. Oh, like, yes. I yeah. Think I know um, who you're talking about. Yeah. Nicole. Nicola. Yeah. 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 I'm looking at um, it. I, and if you're like, <laughs> you know, I hope they're obviously, they've gotten really popular and they um, sell a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, get your money, honey. Go for it. But I can't stand it. I can't stand that, that art style. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I'll never buy a deck from that because the artwork is so distracting to me because it's yeah. so not my aesthetic that, yeah. The Choli? Yes. Choli? Yes. Writers, write in. Or yeah. listeners, write in. Um, I mean, writers can write in Writers, all of them. Um, I, think she, I think Nicoletta is Italian. I only know how to say her first name correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, Choli? Double C's makes a ch sound is yes. all I know. Cacholi. Cacholi? Cacholi. Uh, well. Cacholi? I don't know. Right in. But um, I think, is that who you're talking about? That, that yeah. like, yeah. It's little like, girl it, kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like really the, big, the big eyes, head. big head. And yeah. Like, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's like gothic chibi Lolita sort of yeah. vibe. And like, yeah, you know, and, um, you know, I remember when they just first started putting out artwork and now they've like boomed and so like I'm really happy for them but it's one of those things where if somebody like gifted me a deck from them I would never be able to use it because the artwork is so distracting it's haunting yeah and it's like but I kind of like that like that's what that's one thing I like about the Samhain oracle is how haunting it is you know exactly and even the Samhain uh, season of the witch Samhain um deck is not really my aesthetic either, but mm-hmm. I like the artwork enough and it's jarring enough, which makes sense for Samhain for me, that, um, you know, I connect to it really easily. But And then I have other decks where it's like, oh, I'm just like drooling over the artwork. I'm like, oh, I got to get this. Mm-hmm. And the Kuan then- Yin oracle that you gave me, that's how I am about that. That artwork is just like gorgeous it's so good you want to just throw up like that's how yeah. good it is. like <laughs> how even how did a human being do this right they're just so beautiful and um i have an art nouveau tarot deck that i absolutely mm-hmm. love yes. it's gilded it's, it's beautiful. beautiful i drool over it can i read it very well no that's because what I was i'm about really it. bad with tarot <laughs> Tarot oh, I'm pretty good at tarot. I can try and read with it. I yeah. I like tarot. So I I think we've talked about this before, but I'm I'm like a tarot over oracle. I try to like use them both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the structure of tarot because you know me. I, I just like a nice structure to follow. I like rules. Mm-hmm. I like knowing what's happening. Um, and oracle decks, I feel like are a lot of like you know, a lot of them do really rely on, cause some of them are just images or just yeah. one keyword, um, which, you know, if that works for you and I feel like it really worked, that kind of deck works for 
Brittany a lot better mm-hmm. because Brittany is very intuitive and very trusting of her intuition versus me where I am very uh, distrustful need- of my intuition. <laughs> right. You have reassurance with the right, tarot yeah. that where you're like, okay, well, this is what this means upright. This is what it means reversed. And I know right. that this is what this suit and this card means. So therefore I can apply it to like my situation really easily. And whereas for me, it's too confining, um, especially depending on who I'm channeling when I'm doing readings, Mm -hmm. because if I'm channeling something that is literally out of this world, that's always fun. Then like trying to use something like tarot, it, it can't apply. It's too constraining. Right. And so that's whenever I'll have to use Whereas like with, you know, let's say the Kuan Yin Oracle, like that artwork gives you a lot that you can look at, even if you mm-hmm. don't even the 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 deck. Brittany and I have the same deck. Um, at the deck we have the there's like a small paragraph on the back, um, with like a meaning, and then the picture on the one side. So you could mm-hmm. just read the pictures, um, which is you know a very intuitive way to read um, oracle cards is just just on picture alone, right? Um, but yeah. So I prefer to always go in with my intuition, no matter what system I'm I'm using. Mm -hmm. And then like if I'm working with tarot, then I'll, after I do the intuition part, I'll back up what I am seeing and make those connections to the systems, like, you know, rules, structures, what have you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're more, you're more somebody who has the tool fit your intuition rather your intuition fit the tool sure <laughs> like, so, like so you go in with so. your in, you go in with your intuition and then I'll depending, always go in with my right intuition. and then depending on what tool you're using whether it's tarot or oracle you will then interpret your intuition within the confines and rules of that tool I will and I won't like I'll I'll okay. I'll write down what I my first thoughts are intuition mm-hmm. wise, mm-hmm. and then I'll think about the structure, and mm-hmm. then I will find those connections. Right. So it's not. But I will think yeah. about everything involved, right? And then right. Kind of like summarize it together. Right. So it's a little bit different than. Yeah. You use it like layers, like you layer your intuition yeah. with layers. a layer of the <laughs> yeah layers, <laughs> more layers. It's it's and another cake. It's, an, <laughs> it's another <laughs> more cake. Listen, oh. I I love my sweets. So yeah, I was gonna say now <laughs> I want cake. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I feel like we should have like now I want cake merch. Yes, yeah, I want cake. And I just finished my like, um, I got a fancy coffee today, and it was from a local um, coffee place that's not too far from here, and it was called like. Um, extreme choco latte yes and it is so good and it's gone and i'm sad i'm really sad i'm almost next time get a bigger one i know that's how you have to like appreciate it it's too small small to be a large see and that part of me is like uh what i'm wondering what i would have to do to get short husband to make me some tea because i want something Oh, as she says it, he's as in the I'm background. <laughs> Listen, I want everyone to know that I know I'm spoiled and I'm okay with it. <laughs> the best part about being spoiled is spoiling other people. Right? So, yeah. yeah. That was like, okay, tangent. Here we go. Um, 
<laughs> so uh, this year is the first year I'm actually able to do stuff from an angel tree. Like Ooh, what? What do you mean? So yeah. an angel tree is where it's like it's the a Christmas tree you'll see in lots of stores or restaurants or something, and it has like paper ornaments or something on it. Oh, and on yes. there it'll okay. it'll have written oh, yeah. like okay. um a child or a minor or even a family who needs stuff and it'll write down what they need. And so you just pick, you know, whichever you want. Mm-hmm. And then go get all that stuff. And then you give it to the associate along with the little paper ornament. Um and it has to be new and it has to be unwrapped. Mm-hmm. Um because then they you know for safety purposes and everything else. Right. But yeah. This year's the first year that I'm financially stable enough. I'm knocking on wood so hard right now. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> um, that I get to do the angel tree. Yay! Um, and so I picked uh, two of them. And I always try to pick, uh, or since it's my first year, I always thought in my head that if I do it, I'd pick the older kids because they often get overlooked. Mm. Right, um, yeah. But there was two that really stood out to me. One of them was um, they want a mini backpack purse. And I was like, I was like, oh, I yes. That. I was like, oh, girl, I got you. I got you. Um, and then the second one was anything She-Hulk. And I was like, oh. Okay. Yes. This person sounds very cool. Yes, my good bitch. I will. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I picked I picked out one and Tall has been picked out the She-Hulk one because he was like, yes, we need to get this. Um, so I'm I'm really really excited about that, and it has absolutely nothing to do with anything we were talking about. But <laughs> tis but the ADHD way. <laughs> I mean, it could. It is the way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Disney's doing all these uh, tarot and oracle decks now. So, well, I don't know if it's Disney or the company. It's, I think it's put the out company. by Inside Editions. Is yeah, the publisher. Yeah, um, but they have to be licensed through Disney because they're using mm-hmm. all of the. Um, you know, names and imagery from yeah, Disney. So. copyrighted stuff because Disney yeah. is the main reason we have such ridiculous copyright things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I love, I love and hate Disney at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I yeah. I have, I have mixed feelings about Disney, but, so much you know, mixed feelings. I'm still going to, still going to mooch that Disney Plus off of my friends. So. Oh my God. Yeah. I love <laughs> Disney Plus. I got my mom onto it too. And so the other day she messaged me and she was like, hey, um, and this is okay because this is how my mom is. She's wonderful. But she's like, this is okay. But was I only a guest on the Google Plus for, or not Google, the Disney Plus for a little while? And I was like, no, you should still be able to access it. And she says, well, it says that I can't. And I'm like, okay. It turned out that it was still using a card that had expired. And then it was just like, oh, well, I guess you just don't get it now. So then I restarted it. And she's like, thank you so much. I'm so sorry for bothering you about it. I was like, mom, it's it's seven bucks a month. You don't need to apologize. You can watch it all you want. She's just funny that way. But all she did was raise and clothe you and and take care of you. And I was like, I was like, mom, that's not a big deal. Like, you can. Um, but I was really, really excited about the angel tree thing. I used to do that a lot before uh, our lives changed a little bit more. And, you know, with all the inflation now. Oh, God. Yeah. I've So I've been slowly purchasing. I should be purchasing Christmas presents more. But I've been slowly purchasing um, 
Thanksgiving and Christmas item, like food and oh like, just like yeah. prepping it and then like freezing it and then being like, oh, I'm good to go. Because I know for a god dang fact that two we- that like starting this week, you better get your shit because yeah, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be absolute <laughs> yeah. fucking chaos. And I was like, yeah. So. Did Thanksgiving sneak up on everybody else uh, or was it just me? Because I like looked at the calendar and I went, what do you mean two weeks till Thanksgiving? Yes. So <laughs> since I had COVID for Halloween, um, I've, <laughs> I, I know, <laughs> I'm still super sad about it, but I'm letting it go. Um, throwing myself in the next thing to be excited about. But, like, since I didn't actually have, like, the big Halloween hurrah, my brain hasn't registered that it's done. And so I'm, like, so, you know, one part of my brain is, like, yeah, it's November. We're looking forward to Thanksgiving. This is so great. And another part of my brain is, like, but we didn't have Halloween. And I'm, like, well, technically, you can still celebrate it all the way until the 20th if you reference our Samhain episode. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. um, So, anyways, Oracle cards. I derailed everyone with that tangent. I'm like, come with me. Here we go. I do think we forgot to mention last week that um, these are our bread episodes and then uh, Thanksgiving is in the middle of them. So we're the Thanksgiving sandwich episodes. Yeah. So So these are our bread. So happy... uh thanksgiving we hope everybody had a great holiday celebrating it however you enjoy so enjoy enjoy yes that's correct celebrating it sorry i said it and then it didn't feel well we're on a podcast so you can re-say it and i can edit it out that's great that's fine (laughs) although part of me is like leave that in there because somebody will find it funny and somebody else will find it so annoying that they'll scream you know, we're not the podcast for them. There's okay. Not everything is for everybody, and, and cool. if we're not for you, that's okay. We're okay with that. You're okay with that, and right. that's fine. Like, I don't think they'd be this far in if we if they found us that annoying. You, you know? know, you would think, but then there's people who I don't understand. These type of people, I don't, I don't understand the type of people. That will absolutely like dislike a type of video or like a genre or whatever. Hate watch it. Yeah. And then they mm. hate watch it. And I'm like, I have a question for you. I'm a hate watcher. Where did you get the time? Well, yeah, That's but you don't, what I leave, know. you don't leave horrible mean comments on I shit. I don't. I don't like, comment about it. But like homesteading videos, I got really into that one time. Right. And like all I could do is watch them. And it was this like family and they were like talking about homeschooling their children and they moved to a specific state because it had the most lax homeschooling laws. Um, wow. That's great. And – yeah, and like just I would just hate watch it so hard and I just couldn't stop myself. What oh my is wrong God. with me? Listeners, if you know what's wrong with me, write in. Thank you. <laughs> we or we talked about this before we started recording. We know what's wrong with you, Shelly. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, like I'm just like, okay, so you took time out of your day, out of your precious short life, this this popcorn fart worth of time on this planet. In, you know, you took, you decided to utilize that time 
to watch something you knew you didn't like and you wouldn't like and wrote an extremely hateful, gross, disgusting comment. And the only reason you did that is because of the anonymity of a scream and you're not saying it to somebody's face. And that's what you chose to do with that time. You know, like I just sit there and I'm like, there is, you could have been so productive. You could have, <laughs> you could have still sat on your happy ass. Or you could have been so restful. You could right. have done the exact opposite. <laughs> right. You could have done the exact same thing you're doing, except watch or listen to something that you know you enjoy. But yet you took the time to watch something or listen to something you knew you didn't like. And then you got pissy about it. Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> like so confused well i get it if it's like you first started watching it and then you thought you might like it and then like you realize well i got onto the homesteading videos because i was looking up how to compost newsflash i didn't do either (laughs) like and i'm not talking about like you know if they say something really bigoted or disgusting or gross that you are like hey that wasn't cool it's like you know somebody doing a cookie decoration. right yeah being just obviously you know right. behind a screen being rude right it's like oh you know you're watching somebody decorate the, these cookies and you go on there and you're like this is really stupid it's like uh no it's not because i cannot get enough of them right oh those my gosh. cookie decorating okay. videos They're i cannot so get soothing. enough but it's like okay joseph thanks for your unsolicited an unhelpful comment i'll log that away for later <laughs> like anyways anyway so oracle cards oracle cards um, <laughs> lauren's so just looking different... at us like <laughs> <laughs> lauren's used to us just going on very long rants about things that bother us um so there's different ways to use oracle cards so you can use them you know just standalone Throw them out, throw them out in a spread, throw them out by themselves, do a little three cards, you know, any any way you want. Um, or I've seen a lot of people pair them with, with like another Oracle deck or they'll pair them with a tarot deck um, to kind of get insights. I know I've watched a lot of videos of Lisa Papez that Lauren introduced me to and she will in the morning she'll draw an oracle card and kind of get like a topic for the day and then she'll draw tarot cards to see um you know how to best navigate that topic throughout the day what are things she can focus on what are things she can um you know look at throughout the day to figure out you know how to problem solve and stuff like that how else have you guys heard of other people using Oracle cards in their practice? My introduction to Oracle cards was I was looking for a tarot deck. This was your, I mean, this was. Oh, oh God, my, like 20 and some odd years ago. Yeah, almost. And I picked up a different deck that I didn't, it was an, I call it my earth deck. Do you remember the name of it? No, but I call it my earth deck. Um, with the same idea as you like thinking that oh oracle it must be a different type of tarot and it wasn't um but i just kind of picked it up like that um my friends use them all differently um i have one friend who um will use it and then will also like cast runes 
Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, we're um, going to do an episode on runes for on sure because I want to figure it out. They're so that's why I want to get the Green Glyphs Tarot box set because it comes with runes, and then that book looks like really you know in depth, and I could use it to. I feel like to you're researching yourself podcast. into this. I, feel, I am. I am. I'm I really trying to talk I, myself into it. I feel it? like. Oh yeah, that is it. Earth magic by who is it by? Stephen D. Farmer. Well, Mr. Farmer, you were my first introduction to Oracle. Congratulations. Um, It's a great, uh, great Oracle deck, though. But um, I have another friend who hopefully will be a guest star on uh, an episode of ours later. She made her own deck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen people do that. Yeah. um, Hers is tarot. But she made her own deck. And I've seen lots of people, lots and lots of people starting to do that now. Um, but I've... I have several sheets in my planner of different decks I've started. Yeah. Is that Noodle? Um, <laughs> no, that's Diesel. He's the Diesel. big one. <laughs> yeah. I oh, just kitties. had to lift him over my head so I, he wouldn't meow into the microphone. <laughs> oh, no, he should have. <laughs> just in passing, like, <laughs> as you move him over. Um, yeah. but I mean, like, pretty much everything you've mentioned, uh, is what I've seen I've also seen some really chaotic um, Oracle deck throws, which has been fun, where, like, somebody will just take them and then they'll, like, just throw them, like, literally, and then with their eyes shut will be like, slam, and they're like, this is the fucking card, boom, and it's like, wow, <laughs> okay. That's some <laughs> high energy reading right there, yeah, right? you know what right. I mean? That's That's high energy. Yeah. Um, you were mentioning before we started, I think about people shuffling different decks together. And Brittany and I are both opposed to that. If you want (laughs) to do it, you should. Um, Just don't do it in front of our eyeballs because it (laughs) hits a wrong button for us. Yeah. The idea that... they're, they're, it would be like shuffling a person into another person. I can't do that. See, for me, it's the different sizes and shapes and colors. And right. my brain goes, wrong. Don't like that. Wrong. And But I've seen lots of people do it, and it works really great for them. And, you know, 1010 recommend. If it's something where you're like, I feel like this deck and this deck go together and should be Maybe 510 out of recommend. You know? 5 so, out of 10 recommend. There'll be people are creators. I should say creators. There are creators who will, like, come out with a tarot deck, and then they'll come out with an oracle deck, or maybe even another tarot deck, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And as long as they are the same shape, size, maybe even, like, cardstock. Texture. Art would be great, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as close as possible to the other. I could totally see doing that, like melding mm-hmm. the two decks and making that's, like a mega You deck. can do it with the green glyphs. They're all the same size and same cardstock, and the backs are similar. You can tell them apart which one it is, but if you're like shuffling together, you're not going to notice it. How much is it, Shelby, the box set? Okay. Well, so I missed the <laughs> um, – I missed the the – kickstarter because that's oh that's what that's the whole reason i brought this up is because they did a kickstarter and you know me i'm not gonna i'm more likely to not do it if there's a time limit right um and i and i know like this this creator james Areeds, he's i mean he's had the lenormand out for a long time um 
I don't think he's not going to have this available. And he has it on pre-order. So it's a little bit more expensive if you don't do the Kickstarter. Right. Um, but I mean, the, the box kick- set is 180 so for four decks so four decks for four decks and a set of rune dice and a book and the book for all of them and Um, then the nice packaging with it right and it's like each deck gets its own little box in the box set and it holds a little dice in like a cute little pocket and it hits my like organizational aesthetic and they like are you wanting us to give you permission to purchase it? Or no, are you I have wanting permission us... to purchase it. Or are you I, wanting us to... I mean, I have to... it. Well, I, I use permission in quotes, like, because you know how sometimes right, yeah. you need... You, what you really want is somebody to tell you that it's okay to tell you to that you to can do it. Do it. Um, yeah. Are you wanting that? Or are you wanting us to give you sound judgment? On whether you should purchase it. I definitely don't want sound judgment. Okay, so Lauren, <laughs> I already I gave her my want. sound judgment for it. <laughs> I told her not to like fall into the trap of FOMO, and if she really loved right. the aesthetic, and I didn't fall into that trap. It. Yeah. So I'm is yeah. I I'm only hesitant because I just don't know how well the imagery speaks to me. I mm-hmm. think I there's a whole bunch of imagery that I really like in it, mm-hmm. but all together, I don't know. But I I want it real bad, and I'll probably end up getting it eventually. But what I've been telling myself now, um, oh, and then he even brought me my favorite spoon. It looks like a seashell. <laughs> Sorry, God, that was ADHD. the most ADHD thing <laughs> that's ever happened on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, We're not gonna sorry. need a picture of the spoon now. Oh my Mid god, yeah. Sentence. Ooh, it's my favorite spoon. <laughs> it's beautiful. Leave me alone. Um fuck, what was I saying before? Ah, okay. No, I have to say this thought before anything else. Before um, it leaves. What I've been doing um lately with stuff that I want to purchase, but I'm kind of waffling on it, is I tell myself that Black Friday is not that far away. And right. then Cyber Monday is pretty much that weekend after that yeah all right and so i'm like i'll just sit on it for now and if it mm-hmm. get, if it's cheaper for black friday bombastic if it sells out before then that was fate telling me you don't it wasn't meant right to now. be yeah. exactly and if it's the same price then i can continue to waffle as necessary right on mm-hmm. said purchase so yeah so. where were we <laughs> we were at shuffling <clears throat> decks into each other. So I think yes. I think I would be okay with shuffling those decks into each other and then when I'm done with the reading immediately splitting them all back out into yeah, their I own would decks do that again, too. not keep them that way. Oh Gosh. yeah, no. No thank no. you. No. Uh but that's like a personal preference. I you know, if anybody else shuffles them all together, I don't I don't judge that that much. Right, it's your. Only they're your bit. cards. You get to do whatever you they're want. They're your with cards. Your tools. You get yeah. to ruin them how you want. It's just personally, oh. I'm like, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> do either of you do deck modifications to any of your decks, tarot or otherwise? I won't cut them because I'm scared that I will completely ruin it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't that, and I don't have the proper tools either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will edge them though where like if it's not already edged in a color I'll find the color that I think best suits that deck aesthetically 
mm-hmm. and then I will you're just like taking a marker and you go around the card and you edge it right yeah so I'll do that I what, don't what kind of marker do you use you typically want to use like an alcohol based marker it's more permanent less likely to like rub off and it'll last longer um, the only downside with that is it's a little bit more like permanent if you accidentally get it on like a face of the card. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the only downside. But Lauren is incredibly precise. Yes. On a lot is. of things. So I, I feel like her decks are still probably just pristine looking. It looks <laughs> probably like a a machine did her edging. Oh, thank you. Do you uh do you find you have any issue with the ink bleeding? So with some, and I think it's the cardstock mm-hmm. and how the card was like, or probably the coating. put together. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. some like if I I'll do it. I will. This is a tangent I would like to go off on. Yeah, if you're please. gonna create, guys, you guys, we need to have like <laughs> like boop, 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 boop. it's a Lauren tangent. Yeah, oh, okay. it's so rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you're going to create a deck that isn't edged or has, like, wide borders that some people don't like, I just ask that you put a couple of, like, blank or extra cards in there that we can test on before we actually yeah. do that. That's all I want. It's just, like, Right. At you least can put one. your, like, contact information on those. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like. Right. Put your at at Twitter handles or whatever. Oh, Twitter's going in down in flames. Uh, your Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinions about Twitter. <laughs> so I do. I have a couple of decks that. Oh, I thought are... you meant you had a, a couple of opinions on Twitter that you were going to say. I was like, oh yeah. no, 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 I don't. I don't do Twitter. I mean, I, I have opinions that. about it, but I don't do it, so I'm not going to share. But um, I do That's have for a couple a different of... podcasts. That's my other <laughs> there podcast. You go. Yeah, Shelby's. Uh, what would you even call that? Uh, Shelby's tangents or tweet defeat. Tweet defeat. <laughs> That's a just, good one, though. Just me podcasting about the the downfall of Twitter and what makes me happy and sad about all of it. I am sad. I have a I, I have one specific friend that that likes Twitter, uh, and I I'm sad that her happiness is being taken away. That's mm-hmm. th- that's mainly my sadness around Twitter. The rest of it is just like I hope Elon Musk loses a lot of money. I'll probably edit all of this out. <laughs> Why they already know that we're <laughs> that I'm, that I'm an anti Elon Mon- Musk. I don't want the the Musk fanboys to come after us quite yet. Let's wait till we have 100 episodes before we let the Musk fanboys come at me. I'd feel that way if Pinterest was like going down that route. Right. Yeah. If, if, okay. Just as long as Elon doesn't buy Pinterest, we're okay. Oh my God. Please no. Oh, yeah. I, I, (laughs) 10, 10, 10, do not recommend. Let us not manifest that into reality. But so what I was going to say before that was that I do have a deck that has bled and it drives me a little bit nuts that it did that on the edge, but it's gotta be the cardstock and then like yeah. the cover, the film or whatever they do to seal the picture onto the other cards yeah. in the layer. I so. wonder if they didn't seal the edges and that's why it's bleeding. I mean, you typically don't get see sealed edges unless right. like it's already been 
gilded or they right put right because then you wouldn't themselves. be able to edge it if it was sealed i don't think it would yeah. be like well you too... could if you cut it off and then and then did, and then it. did, it. did it yeah hmm. have you watched um lisa papez has a video on cardstock all about it no. oh no i haven't watched that yet Oh, it's very interesting, extremely informative, highly recommend. She goes over like the cores. I didn't know all of these cards had cores in them. Or if they don't have a core, then they're called art paper. Um, a core. The core then would be what causes the bleeding because no, it's if like it's not sealed around off, the art paper so like it'll be like a black you you gotta watch the video because she she can explain this far more eloquently than i can but basically like there's different cores so there's like black blue white and then no core and so black is like the the strongest core and if you hold it up to light this is what they use in casinos so if you hold it up to light you can't see anything on the other side and then blue core blue core is a little bit not as good and like you would have to take like a flashlight really close to it to see what's on the other side um so no it has, core it has to do is, with opacity yeah okay. and then um and then it's a lot of decks nowadays um are technically printed on art paper not mm. cardstock um and then but like, so the weight of the card stock is in grams per square meter. Um, so the GSM of the card stock is like how thick it is. But then depending on what they coat it with, it could be, um, you know, a lot stiffer. Like even a, a lighter GSM could be a lot stiffer than something coated in something like less stiff, but thicker card stock. There's a, there's a whole mess of things that goes into it. Um, all I learned from that, well, I learned all of that from that video. And then what I learned about myself is that I want everything to be in linen coated cardstock. So that's my message to creators. <laughs> I like linen. So two extra cards, maybe three or four extra cards in linen cards. We could probably even have like a whole podcast based off of this. Like <laughs> yeah, we should all just watch episode. that video. And then we'll make our notes and share our opinions. Yeah. Oh, I mean, this this podcast is also just our opinions. So no well, that's mind. true. Yeah. I was like, we could just have an opinion podcast. And I was like, <laughs> wait a second. Wait, that's what that. we have. Brittany, what do you think we are doing? <laughs> Currently, what, what do you think I just said about Elon Musk? It wasn't a fact. <laughs> so oh, I was going to say, well. I like linen and I like how it looks on linen. But when I use my tiny hands to do shuffling with linen, it makes it thicker. It's- so, oh, it's so it's harder. Too... Yeah. Me and my tiny hands. I, tiny hands. Yeah, I, I have pretty big hands for a lady. And um, I still have trouble shuffling. And Brittany, I don't know. Okay. When we were at your house, I think this last time we were at your house. It was oh, like the spring it was, it or the summer. summer. Over summer. summer. Yeah. And I was like, you, because you have a bunch of Oracle decks that are really big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do you even shuffle? And you turned it like upright oh, yeah. and shuffled mm-hmm. it upright. Yeah. And I was like, it blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> how? <laughs> you, I didn't know you could do that. It had to be on its side, I thought. Mm-hmm. To sh- no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be on its side. I'm, I'm just very 
static apparently in my ideas of shuffling that's all right my niece what she does is she actually will put them on a table face down and then she will spread them all out and just kind of like um pick one yeah well do it like yeah i do like in circles and she'll kind of like mess them up a little bit and then she'll pick one up from there um yeah because she can't shuffle either so yeah i don't i I like to riffle shuffle that that's my ideal um but I do have a deck that the it, it's you know how when they come in their little boxes sometimes uh-huh. they'll split the deck in half and put the two halves on the thing and then the book on top. Mm, yes, I don't so, like those. Yes, none of my. I don't like it when they do that. None of my oracle decks have done that, so I have no idea. What so you're talking one about. of my tarot decks was like that, and one half of them was like maybe like a millimeter bigger than the other <gasps> one oh, and they don't shuffle enough. right because they're no. not all the same size oh, I so hate that that is what has turned me off of um doing any deck modifications to my deck with mm-hmm. like cutting i think edging would be fine because that doesn't affect it but i'd be too afraid to cut it in because it's just going to be so hard to shuffle after that and I do really love a nice little riffle shuffle um I do think it's you know uh important to note that I I don't have any objections to other people modding their own decks I you know some people say like oh you know it's it's the creator you're you know ruining what the creator did and doing yeah it's your own deck you bought it you can do it it's a it's a mass printed deck it's not a big deal don't go to a museum and do a deck modification on like the original tarot deck and you're fine right (laughs) anything other than that you're fine um is my opinion i've never even considered modifying my decks so that's that like you were talking about the shuffling thing Uh, for me like i was like wait a minute you can modify your deck and i was like duh and i was like oh yeah you can do that I yeah it's big on the YouTubes right now a lot of people boho tarot on YouTube she does a lot of deck mm-hmm. mods um, that are I mean she's really good at it um and so some people will like add paint to their cards even yeah um just to like you know like bring out pops of color or change like a you know a color in their aesthetic that they don't like or something you know anything um I my cat has come yes, to entertain the ladies. And it's so funny because it's a black kitty and she's holding them in a way that they're in the shadow. So yes. it just looks like shadow and yes. then these two big green eyes. Yes. <laughs> His green eyes, he looked kind of mad for a second too. Well, he is a kitty. <laughs> Lauren, how do you like to use Oracle decks? Do you pair them? Do you use them standalone? I'll pair it with like yeah, I'll pair it with another tarot deck generally. If I'm just doing a quick spread, I might like if I'm doing a quick tarot spread, I might pull an oracle card to like kind of summarize or wrap up the whole reading or for extra guidance on the spread I just did. Um, I like to do sometimes if I do a bigger reading, I'll mix different oracle decks together. Uh Again, aesthetically, I kind of like to keep it together in the same aesthetic or color. Mm-hmm. It feels like it flows better personally. I have done it with like different 
different art styles to see like how I feel about it. Cause I know, you know, all the, the YouTubers or whatever I watch will try and like match art styles. And I was like, well, let's see what happens if I don't. It's very jarring. It it feels like you're talking to like a Someone devil different. and a, a angel on your shoulder, like extremely <laughs> different people. You know <laughs> what I mean? And it's that like would make a really good reading though. It would maybe, yeah. Reading. Yeah. It'll give you two sides of the story and I'm I'm over here like but i need a i need a decision though i have to make a decision you've made very good points <laughs> i was going to tell you lauren have you ever considered doing color magic or have you done I it before i love color theory yeah i and- did like this in in college i did a paper in my fr- freshman year of college is that a thing do we say freshman year anyways yeah yeah it's freshman okay it's been a while uh, I did a, a paper on color theory and my teacher looked at me like I had four heads. He's like, this is a thing. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Color theory is a great. thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I wonder yeah. If you... Now I'm going to have to write that on the episode list. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So I also, wonder... can you send me that paper? Oh my gosh. I research I don't and I'll cite your paper. <laughs> I'm kidding. You don't have to do that. I but you just like have to write a new it. one. The way that you talk <laughs> about like color and all that stuff like that, um, it just – you know, I had a moment where I was like, I feel like you should really look into color magic yeah. and so see side note, how you can. For listeners, I went to art school for college. And so, and I, I majored in interior design. And so color is a is a big thing in that field. It can, mm-hmm. it, it sets the mood for the space. So this is why I'm a big advocate for color theory or psychology because mm-hmm. I think it really does play into your atmosphere. And if you're in an atmosphere that makes you feel good, right, then that affects you. Right, right. Aww. And vice versa. Oh, he did again? meow. Yeah, he he's meow. meow. Oh, did he pick up? Yeah, twice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to have to put you on the podcast. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but... um. You mentioned that, and I was like, I really think that you should look into color mag or using color theory, like in your magic and in your practice, because mm-hmm. I think that you could do a lot of. Since you resonate with it so much, I feel like your stuff yeah. could have a lot more like um, results. Or, like, I whatever use you're it. Trying to do. I use it intuitively already when it comes to like reading right. cards, or I know there's so many like different divination tools or divination how right. how you would say it and so I already just naturally do that with mm-hmm. color in yeah. general yeah well now I'm gonna do a whole episode on it so get Hooray. ready <laughs> <laughs> um what were we talking about any, any <laughs> final thoughts any final thoughts before we do our lightning round of uh oracle cards um just... I will say oh I guess I can talk about it in the lightning round go ahead I would say is Oracle is so broad and I think Mm -hmm. that's what I love about that is there's Mm -hmm. so many different facets and topics that one could go into. You can mix topics. You could just focus on one. There's just so many. And that's what I love about it is the the options that come with it. They're very versatile. So, you know, it's one of those things that, um, my only advice for Oracle cards is don't put yourself in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, if you, uh, but my advice uh, with Oracle cards is um, 
don't put yourself in a box. Um, definitely explore. Um, if you feel called to a particular deck, um, and you're not really, and you're not really sure why, um, if you have the means, get it. It's, it's it's very strange. Sometimes the tool will come to you and you won't know what to do with it. And then you'll just like fly with it. And, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and it's really great. So I guess uh, I'm an advocate for experimentation, especially with yeah. Oracle because it kind of lends itself to that. I mm-hmm. feel like Oracle's a really good introduction to divinatory tools. Because mm-hmm. um, like Lauren said, there's just all kinds and... Um, you know, the podcaster is eventually going to go over all of them one day. Uh, when There's we get something to it. for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, until we get there, um, you know, some of them can be like pretty into like uh, runes are, I mean, you know, it's just a memorizing of the symbol and the meaning and stuff trying to, to but and, and that's what you know, tarot is a lot of, um, right. you know, figuring out what the meanings are based on the pictures. Um, but Oracle decks kind of are a nice introduction because it tells you everything you need to know on the card and then you can get more information from the book. Mm-hmm. I I like decks that are like the Samhain Oracle where um, it has like a poem. So it's not necessarily a meaning written on the card, but just like a poem that kind of gives you a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have the title of the card with the image. So you can read the title, get something from that. You can get, you know, what you want from the image and then what you want from the poetry. And then, um, you know, you can read in in the book itself to see, mm-hmm. you know, exactly what that author wanted to say. Um, and I, I was... I have something. If you want to go first, I'm crossing my fingers to remind me. (laughs) No, you go first. Um, I was going to do like a little side note for what you just said. There are some like creators that will have more of a a system or a structure to their Oracle decks. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you have your Lenormand that's categorized as a Oracle deck that still has a little bit more of a a structure and a set of rules. And there's even runes that are put onto cards for cardomancy, cardomancy right. that are labeled mm-hmm. as for oracle decks. That's the Green Glyphs box set has a set of dice runes and card runes. And it does that too, where um, it color codes like the meanings of the cards too. Right. Um, for their oracle deck too. Um, so like red's not, you know, the challenges you might face. And then green is like, you know, blessings you might come upon or whatever. How many times has Shelby said that? So many times. Okay, I feel like she just really wants it now. So I feel like I feel like listeners, if you really want to have fun, um, make this episode a drinking game where every time Shelby mentions (laughs) green, that's what I'm going to put on the Instagram. The Green Glyphs drinking game. Oh man! If Shelby, if Shelby turns down practical advice, you have to chug your drink, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I I agree with everything you guys have said. Plus, um, you know, it's really great because usually Oracle card um, guidebooks will have even like suggested spreads that you can do. Yeah. So yeah, Uh I don't ever do them, but you know, a lot of people do. (laughs) 
This bad cat. Can you hear him meowing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I might have to edit him out. He's just making my job harder. No, it needs to go on the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah. Did um, you is that okay. the Okay. Is that the spritzer that has a bad ghost cat on it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I forgot yes. to put the picture on Instagram. Oh, you can't see it because of the lighting. Uh, oh, go. wait, there it goes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it says, bad ghost. Bad holy water. <laughs> it's, it's holy water. It's not really holy water. Nobody blessed it but me. So, um, and Big Cat. Big Cat is a deity. So, yeah, I mean, she blessed um, it. Yeah. So let's get to our lightning round questions because this is Brittany thought of this question and it's, I think, or Lauren, um, it's my favorite. If you could make an Oracle deck, what would the theme be? Brittany came up with that one and it yeah. is good. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Uh, Lauren, go first. <laughs> I feel like I would kind of like merge all the different types of divination that I have interest in into one and it would probably come out more like a collage uh i don't know i i'm collageomancy i'm like a little bit of a perfectionist when it comes to art Mm. so i feel like it would take me forever and a day to actually create this yeah that's fair but i mean maybe you could learn the the um done is better than perfect Yes, uh, I am while making that. it. Yeah. What Maybe it would speed up the learning process. What <laughs> is this? What is this madness you speak of? Well, that and I want to learn Done more before. different types of divination. Like, oh gosh, right. what is it? There's one where you could do like candles and it, it involves color, but you can also like pour the wax out and do readings. Yeah, in, in the water. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. They used rooms. to do that with lead too. Where you could Ooh. pour lead out and like what into water and like whatever shape it made, mm-hmm. you could interpret yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that's the kind that I would probably end up doing. Who knows? Maybe twenty years from now, I'll have one. We can reference this podcast and see if it was on topic. <laughs> well, in twenty years, we better uh-huh. still be making episodes. So, oh yeah, man, L- Lauren will Lauren will be selling her uh, oracle card deck. <gasps> totally. Well, well, Brittany's gonna have to write a book by then too. Yes. What'd you say? I said hopefully by then y'all would have one too, as well. Yeah, like your own designs and whatnot. Would either of you do one? Brittany, did you think yeah. of one? Ugh. You keep thinking. I think I would make mine. Um, so this might be just topical from what I watched last night, but there's a person whose name I can't remember on YouTube. Hold on, now I have to look it up. Well, I wanted to make it like backyard animals. Um, Mark Rober. So I guess he used to work at NASA. He sounds so familiar. Um, so he, I'll send you these videos. I'll post them in the links below. Um, he makes these videos where he does like a ninja warrior <gasps> obstacle course yes. for yes. Squirrels. squirrels. Yes. My yeah. Okay. My kid loves And I want it to be like squirrel, possum, raccoons, like those kind of like backyard animals in like backyard settings doing like weird backyard stuff. Like you'd have to make it more like backyard animals from like USA or something. Right. (laughs) From 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 the Midwest. From our region. Am I allowed to say that? Should I bleep out Midwest? It's very tough. 
it's very broad. The Midwest okay. is like the whole like middle corridor mm-hmm. of <laughs> yeah. the United States. It's everything not on the coasts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's fine. Yeah, um, but um, I watched those videos last night and I got a little bit obsessed with Fat Gus. Oh my god! Oh my god! Fat have, Gus. Yeah, you have to watch the videos. They're so they're so good. Yeah, um, it was. I'll it's post them. Fat with a ph. Yeah, ph because it's fantastic it's Gus fantastic because Gus is a woman pregnant, so she she isn't slovenly. She has a healthy appetite. Thank you very much. Because <laughs> she's yeah. Uh, that's my kid's favorite too. The up, yeah, or the no, fat guys. The fat guys. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, there's merch that I'm gonna have to look into. Oh, I've said no. so much that we pretend play this as well. Oh, nice. Ninja so, Warrior, squirrel. The Ninja, Ninja Warriors Warrior. with squirrels. Yes, we're squirrels, yeah. and we pretend play and parkour throughout our house. That sounds bombastic. I love that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, I love how I came up with this question. And then you don't have an answer. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Um, I feel like there would be a few different Oracle themes that I might want to do. One, of course, would be like woodsy, foresty themed because I just gravitate. Woodsbury vibes. Right. I was like, I gravitate towards that so hardcore. Um, But I'd want another one that is almost like victorian tea party themed yes that's extremely britney yeah and so like i like the idea of having that and you know because it sounds really like frou-frou but i love the idea of it being super frou-frou and then the on the outside and then the more you read into it the more you realize that there's a ton of layers to it just right. like um, etiquette was during that time it was right. extremely layered so I like that idea. Um, and then there was a third one that I had. Um, so I think I would want to do one that I'm pretty sure has already been done in a bunch of different ways. Um, but it would be cool to do one with it's like the language of flowers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where because I, I do feel like there is. Uh, I'm sure there's tons. You know, no, but I mean, like, you know, there is um, weight in you doing it yourself you know what I mean like you're gonna bring your own information to it your own Mm -hmm. um imagery to it so you know what one flower oracle might resonate with somebody yours might resonate with somebody else and I still think it's worth putting out there yeah even if there's already other ones out there yeah so and that goes for all of our listeners if you have an idea for an oracle deck and you think well maybe and other people have done it and you know just put it out there and we'll buy it (laughs) shall (laughs) we making a lot of commitments for us we'll buy it see we'll buy it when we have a patreon exactly i was was gonna say when we have incoming cash right that isn't from when this isn't a completely free podcast no ads even we haven't even turned on ads so uh it's a a very free podcast super (laughs) enjoy it while you can (laughs) um what is your favorite oracle deck in your collection or like if you don't have a, maybe one that you're like wanting to buy. 
I'll go first because this was my early B-Day gift to myself and I've been using it. But Ooh. I got this. Brittany has it as well. Yes, I have that one. It's awesome. It's the Threads of Fate Lumen Edition Oracle. And when they said that they were going to discontinue it, I had to jump on that because I was waffling over it. And this is the one thing that I was like, yes, I'm I'm buying this. My birthday is coming. Happy fucking fucking birthday to me. Yeah, see, when you have a December birthday and you have no willpower when it comes to spending money, because that's one of my favorite hobbies is spending money. (laughs) Um, From our last episode for Zodiac, you all should know precisely why spending money is my favorite activity. (laughs) It's my favorite, favorite thing. so I don't have a favorite Oracle deck. I have several that I love using. Um, but I'm scrolling through my Amazon wish list because I have one in particular that I would really like to have. Um, other I than the Seasons of the Witch. Like, yeah, I almost feel like that Earth Magic one is like almost like a soul deck to you because yeah. it's been with you so long and you mm-hmm. read it just so well. Yeah, I, it just resonates so much with me. Um, this one is Oracle of the Roses by... Uh, why is your name so tiny? Where's the name? And as she's typing uh, this, Shelby and I are looking this up. Yeah, it's Sherilyn, yeah. Sherilyn Darcy. Okay, I've heard of her before. Yeah, but it's like it's got the Victorian rose prints. Um absolutely love last love that one there's also um sorry i'm scrolling through my amazon wish list which is uh boisterous that's not the right word there's a lot of shit in my (laughs) amazon wish list i Uh, found mine on my amazon wish list so yeah i'll say mine while you're still looking um there's one called the Threadbound Oracle. I saw that. And I um, have that one as well. And I think I may have seen it on the Three you. Fat Readers. Mm. It made me think of you when I saw that because thread and sewing and all that. The other two I found them. Sorry, so I'm going. Um, yeah. The other two that I want are is the Dreamscape Oracle. Mm. Um, That's good. By I like that one too. Matt Hughes. And then there's the last unicorn tarot, and I don't even care that I can't <laughs> read tarot. I fucking love the last unicorn, so I want it. Have you watched any Lisa Pepez videos that I've been um, she's screaming coming about? out with her own deck? With <gasps> yeah, she's coming out with her own she's last all unicorn. About unicorns. Yeah, and but she has a so whole spread. <laughs> she has a whole spread to use the last unicorn deck with that she does and it's okay. it's based on the story of the last unicorn which is um the, the spread is yeah yeah so i also but, read the the book um the last unicorn by peter beagle um the movie is pretty close to that the book is really good though um and then supposedly there either is a sequel or he is still writing a sequel and it's about you know, the last unicorn thinking about like what happened to her before and like dealing mm-hmm. with that. But yeah, I really want this last unicorn tarot so bad. I have a Sailor Moon tarot too. And there's a whole bunch of different ones. Um, once again, can't read it where shit. 
I try. I even, I'll even pull out the book and be like, okay, this is what it means. And then I'll open up self and be like, self, let's interpret this to what's going on in our life. And I get like blank. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's like, boop. please hold. Your call is important to us. But <laughs> do you like, get anything if you read the book? Do you get anything from it when you do that then? No. It's so weird because like, it's just like, I just don't get anything from it. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. well, maybe with practice or like whatever. Um, What's really interesting though, is if I read them without using the rules of tarot, then it starts making sense. And it'll often have absolutely nothing to do with what that card actually means. So Brittany does not so, like rules and Shelby loves rules. Yeah. All of the rules that Brittany <laughs> doesn't like come to me and then I get twice as many rules. It's right. very fun. I love how the three of us um, on various topics, it's almost, and it's not that always the same for each of us, but on various topics, one will be one pole. The other will be the other opposite pole and another person will be mm-hmm. smack dab in the middle right. with various different subjects. Right. So, yeah. When it comes to rules, I'm like, fuck you. Shelby is like, I adore you. And Lauren's like, eh. <laughs> Depends on the rule. Yeah. I'll take it um, or leave it. <laughs> so I, I, like I said, I wanted that Threadbound Oracle, but my current mm-hmm. like favorite Oracle deck right now, I, and it, you know, I think Samhain was like, the Samhain Oracle is also tied with this. Okay. We're just right. going to say tied, but right. it's the Britney Spears Oracle. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't get over. Okay, I, a friend found it at Target and gave it to me, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like cute, whatever, fun." It's actually like I read through the guidebook. It's a well thought out guidebook. The imagery mm-hmm. is, you know, not not super detailed, but you know, it's pretty spears. It's fun. Um, you know, I'm a millennial. I love it. So Are the backs when are you're really reading pretty. It, do you listen to Britney Spears in the background while you're reading? Oh, it? I should. Oh, so there's beautiful. the backs. Yeah. And then the here, I'll just read like an example of one in the guidebook. Um, I know Brittany is kind of a, a little bit of a divisive figure right now, but, um, you know, just don't at me. If you don't like Brittany, then don't listen to this, I guess. <laughs> if you don't like any Brittany, regardless of spelling, don't listen to this. Um, so like, here's one. It's like, okay, the artist. So like Brittany as an artist mm-hmm. and it says Brittany's artistic talents aren't limited to music. When she isn't working, she loves to get in touch with her inner Van Gogh and spend some time at the easel. One of her flower paintings sold for $10,000 and proceeds went to ben- benefit victims of the 2017 shooting in Las Vegas, which I think she had a residency there at the time too. Mm. Um, just as she does with music and dance, Brittany uses art to express herself and never takes her work too seriously. Unlock your creativity and see the world in bright, vibrant co- colors as the artist. So I feel like it gives yeah. you like a little bit of background about Brittany. Like, you know, she, the the author of the, the Oracle deck who is, why don't they just clearly put who the author is i know that um, me crazy. tara nesvig is the author and it's illustrated by helen green um but the author is like really in like she's a, a self-described britney super fan um so like she knows a lot about britney so like she can you know like you know i didn't know britney painted right um britney spears i should say spears instead of 
Brittany because we have a Brittany. Well, technically, I'm Brittany because I have two Brittany. T's. Brittany. Yeah, and she's Brittany, but yeah. she's Brittany. I was gonna say at your uh, at your birthday party, you should give us a reading. Oh, always, yeah. Because now the whole I want thing one. is gonna be. I think I might have a birthday party in January, and I want to just have like. What do you mean? Might? If it's not too cold, I'm already planning for it. You should. You should and plan the, for it. And what's the theme? I think it's just going to be a fun, a fun time. <gasps> no theme. No. What? Sh- what should the- listeners email in with your theme? You got to choose a theme of my birthday party. Yeah, Shelby needs a theme for her birthday party. Yeah. So. Um. But I want to. I want to have a bonfire if it's not too cold out, which it probably will be. Every time it snows on my birthday, so like I'm already waiting for but it to get canceled. That's the best time to have a bonfire <laughs> is when it's cold. Right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kinda wanna just like sit outside. The it's gonna be around I guess I don't know if this is gonna no, it won't triangulate, but it's gonna be around a full moon. So I wanna just like sit outside on the deck, read some cards, be around a bonfire. It'll be great. It's like our Hashtag solar look. return. Right. <laughs> um let's see. So we got our favorite ones and then Oh, do you have a favorite pairing of the two that you like to do best together? Yes, I do. What's your favorite pairing? So I have two favorite pairings. My first favorite pairing is um, the Halloween Oracle deck and the uh, Seasons of the Witch Samhain deck. Ooh, yeah. They go super well together. Um, So I really enjoy that. And then my second one is the... um, it's the one, Lauren, you just showed us, that one. Uh, the Threads of Fate Lumen. Yeah, that one, and then the um, Rose deck that I already have. Do we know who that one's by? I should, I should probably look that up. Because it's beautiful, and those two go really, really, really well together. Um, Rose Oracle. Rebecca Campbell. So oh, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Rose Oracle by Rebecca Campbell, and then the Threads of... Those go really well together. Yeah, they go really well together. And I find that they bounce off of each other super well. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are my two favorite pairings. Um, But what will be really interesting, because when I read for other people, I have them choose which deck speaks to them the most. Um, And I will have people grab more than one deck. And they'll be Mm -hmm. like, both of these. And sometimes it'll be really strange, like a pairing I wouldn't think about. but yeah, so I have a friend. He'll just get cards from like seven or eight of his decks and lay them all out in different spots. And he like makes you pick crystals and stuff to Ooh. like set on the table. Yeah, he's he's fun. really into mixing the decks. It's very interesting. Um, I know my favorite pairing is probably the um, Samhain Oracle and the Crow Tarot. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the Crotericle bite. And I honestly think, oh, I was going to ask this earlier to you guys. Mm. Um, Crotero is by MJ Cullinane. Um, and she has, she's coming out with a Crow Oracle <gasps> that I want. Um, she has like several other, um, like animal based decks that are mm. both oracle and tarot. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. I think I might 
start getting like all of her decks and do oh. a collection because oh, no. I how oh, terrible no. don't money. do that Shelby <laughs> money <laughs> no my money oh, no. Oh, no. I'm helping the economy <laughs> oh my god oh my god um so tangent um have you guys ever watched Futurama yeah okay yeah, like occasionally okay so I I love Futurama and so does Tall Husband and Tall Husband found a credit card cover for his credit oh, yeah. card and it's when Fry is like take my money it's that image yep he's got that on his credit card so that's Shelby right now right take my money yeah and I I, I want to pair hers with things too because I like them but I I like that artist and I like her decks and I think I might end up buying too many of them or gift ideas for Lauren and or, I. Or, yeah, <laughs> providing many gift ideas. So my favorite pairing out of mine would be the Mystic Mondays Tarot with the Threads of Fate Lumen. Mm. And I'm going to show them. They have, like, those bright colors, especially yeah. with, like, the purple. Oh, yeah. The purple mm-hmm. in the, I think, the Lumen one really brings out the, like. And then the back's kind of even very oh, similar. Oh, wow. Like the symbolism. Yeah, is very they're similar. very similar. But yeah, I do love I have Work Your Light uh Oracle by Rebecca Campbell and that would go really well with it too if you're doing like Oracle Oracle. So Tall Husband saw the uh Rose Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell and he was like this is in, this is all Brittany. And then, yeah, and then uh, the Art Nouveau tarot deck that I'm pretty sure I showed that to you guys when you came over, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw so, it. I know what yeah. you're Short Husband bought me that one. And the more I, the like, yeah, last Christmas slash birthday was like Oracle cards. I got Oracle mm-hmm. cards from all kinds of different people, and I was like, yes so happy and then the year before that was sailor moon i got a whole bunch of sailor moon themed stuff and i was like yes well you have a sailor moon deck (laughs) don't you i have one of them um i have the sailor moon uh crystal tarot deck so the the cards are really long um and then i have another one that was just by an indie artist that i ended up seeing at like a shop and i grabbed it um which was really cool because it had um, two twenty seven. Like each card is numbered, um, but it had two twenty sevens in there, and twenty seven is one of my favorite numbers. And oh, I was yeah. just like, "Ooh!" So yeah. So we made it through Oracle decks, you guys. We made Yay! it through another episode. Yeah, look at us go. Um, our next topic is going to be tarot basics, which. I'm very ready for. I'm so excited. I've made a spreadsheet weeks and weeks ago about it. I'm so happy. Um, remember to always email your questions, comments, stories, and more to charmedandalarmed at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at charmed underscore alarmed. Um, you don't have to support us on Patreon yet because we don't have one. And remember to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. It really helps us out finding other people like you who want to listen to our spooky stuff. Um, thank you so much for listening. I'm Shelby. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brittany. And we're... Charmed. And... Alarmed. <laughs>